0: another episode of inside life and godliness and i'm your host for the show my name is none other than Nerm homan welcome guys so i know that the past weeks have been weeks of thorough uh, mental drain weeks of emotional highs and lows but one thing i can affirm and assure each and every one of us is that god is still on the throne many people have been saying that we've been praying for nigeria and what has happened Is a religious nation and yet we've not been freed from the captivity of the evil of the government but i want us to be assured that god is still on the throne believe me the earth is of the lord and the fullness thereof so don't allow your faith to waver just keep on believing keep on interceding as a believer you're called to intercede and god will bless us all sit back stay tuned for another banger, because this episode is going to be interesting how many of us won a word for the best bible verse grammar if you know you won a word for the best bible study grammar oh yeah give yourself a round of applause how many of you never won anything you know yourselves me i do even participate in such competitions so I can gladly and boldly take that. I did not, <laughs> I did not win anything. Now, while growing up, we saw many Bible Bible verses competition coming up. We saw our parents trying to take us to church, trying to force us to go to church, everything just so that we can go in the line of God or we can go in the religious path. But what do we see today? We see a generation that is emerging whereby people have dropped their faith, people have left their faith behind, people have adopted or adjusted to another type or another style of religion, or some people just totally just neglect religion, they don't care, become atheist, and so many things. And even the Bible tells us of what children are supposed to be in the hands of God. If you go to Psalm 127, you get a good description of how children like arrows are in the hands of the warriors. So are children. So are children of one's youth. We see different various verses. Ecclesiastes 12 tells us about how we should serve God in our youth and all that with all this i'm trying to raise i'm trying to bring up a point that states that why is it that we of this generation or the children of this generation have will i say have gone far from the faith that their parents tried to introduce to them why i would also talk based on my own experience while growing up my dad tried to introduce morning devotion to us My dear morning devotions were boring. I didn't understand why we would have morning devotions. They were boring. We sang the same songs. We said the same prayers. We casted out the same demons. It was boring. It was stressful. And it was depriving me of sweet sleep. And the only reason why I would go to church on Sunday was because in uh, children's class, there was biscuits and water waiting for me. And if it was a good day, maybe mineral. Those were the motivation. To keep me going for sundays and this is what we see a lot these days you see children they just go to church because uh our parents say we should go to church people just go to church nowadays because uh, let's just go to church so you know go be like say last week we no go this week let us go but why is it that we see even pastors children Today, their daddy is, you know, enforcing the law of God in their life. Tomorrow, they've gone haywire. A pastor's son will tell you that, forget all those things when my papa, they preach, now you know everything in the talk. And some people would come with the tag of nobody holy, some will come with the tag of now God know who they serve them. and all those things. Why are all those things raining? Why is it that our parents try to introduce these things to us and then another order is taken it's told or not. Let me exempt those that their daddies are pastors and they they also have gone through that line and are serving God faithfully. I give God glory for your life. But other people that their parents are deeply religious, even pastors, and yet they they seem to have not found God, questioned their faith, and even denounced it in their heart, even if they've not presented it to their parents. For us that are going to be parents someday, I just bring what I feel to us for us to look at it and table it and apply it in our lives, so that our children too will follow the order of the Lord. May we not fail our children. May not be heard that in my generation and in my household, I was a Christian and my children deviated. God forbid. So now I'll start like this. First of all, it felt like they were shoving religion and church down our throat without really making us understand what these things were. Now I remember times without number when I didn't want to go to church on Tuesday. It was stressful to me, and my dad would look at me and say, "I'm watching you." And I didn't really know why I should go to church, even if they would say, "Serve God, God will bless you." I was eating well, I was living well, I was going to school. People were dashing me money. I mean. So why should I be going to church? I don't know if you get what I mean, but it felt like they were trying to, they were trying to shove religion and they were trying to shove church down my throat. Like they didn't ask, well, let's say they didn't give us the right information. The Bible says train up a child in the way that that child should go. And when that child grows, that child will not depart from you. When the Bible says train up a child, this involves the basic process, the process of reading the Bible to them, making them understand this Bible, not just by showing them Bible stories and by buying Bible story books for them. Let them understand the word. Sit down with them. Break it down to bases. Help them in their day-to-day life, how it can be applied. Don't just come with the tag of, My child, if you don't do this, they say all children that are disobedient will go to hellfire. Make them understand why disobedience is bad. Make them understand why values should be honored. Values like truth, values like integrity, values like obedience, values like respect, all those things. Make them understand why they should be obeyed. See, whether you like it or not, Children, you say they are beautiful, they are innocent. They also have the Adamic nature in them. No lies there. It is your work. It's not easy, It is your work to put them through all these things. Let them see a biblical approach to all this. Another thing I would say is: Are you practicing what is being preached in the church, or will they preach one in the church and you would come home and act another way? See whether you like it or not. Children are watching what you do if the pastor in church comes one day and preaches that lying is bad as a christian you do not lie now you come to church uh, you come home and you start lying in front of your child you are in lagos you tell your clients that you are in abuja and you'll be coming back the next day and <laughs> and the child will be looking at you like ah uh-uh, ah mommy is lying how do you expect that child to hold what they are saying in church in high esteem because everything, the foundation of Christianity starts from the home, marriage, it starts from the home, and whatever you want your child to mirror, you would also have to mirror, because children have the ability to pick up whatever you are showing to them, now, I know someone that, that um, their mom and their dad would go to church, they preached about how they should not take alcohol and all that, and their parents come home, and they would find their parents taking alcohol, and they would and this person was wondering that how could these people still be doing all these things? I mean, they preached all this in their church. So what exactly was wrong? So do you see all these things? Children actually look at what their parents are doing. You cannot go to church and they will be preaching on that thing and you two you are joining the pastor to say yes pastor yes pastor preach on glory only for you to carry out the complete opposite of what is being preached first thing i would like to add is please for god's sake allow children to ask questions children have an inquisitive nature they are curious okay you said that so 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 and so is bad why is it bad they like many of our parents they just shunned us mommy why is it that let me say fornication is bad hey because the bible says it's bad and god says it's bad keep quiet or if you say ah mommy why did he die we do not question god mm. even if you don't know why he died though but i believe that there are better responses for those kind of things and many times they will tell they always tell us don't question god don't question god we have asked god questions so the ones that he can answer he would answer the remaining ones as you go deeper in god you begin to find answers to those questions So don't ever let your child or don't ever stop your child from asking questions. Let them ask questions. In asking questions, they find answers and reasons, right? In science, you see that there is a build-up, they get facts, they get just different steps like that, observation, inquiry, and so many things before they come to a conclusion. And they can either say it's a principle or it's whatever they call it. So... Many times in religion they just tell you, um, will like I say accept it by faith? Yes, everything in this life has to deal with faith. Then begin to show them facts, right? Let them see the facts in your life, the showing of facts. So another thing I would really like us to do is for us to seek God for ourselves. It cannot be overstated, it cannot be overestimated. If you seek God for yourself, your children will be able to walk in that line. People we say that David fought all the battles so much so that Solomon did not have one battle to fight. It's the same for us. Your life will be a proof of the existence of God. They don't need to go far. These things are things that we should practice. We should look for God, not just for ourselves, but for our children, for our generation to come. So that when your children will rise, they will say, Yes, my mom, the God of Yoma, yes, so. Ah, honestly, it's going to be a wonderful thing to leave a legacy for your children. A good man leaves good inheritance for his children. Not just food, not just mansion, not just passports, not just visa. But spiritual heritage we should begin to speak to the things that be not as though they be the seed of greatness is inside us begin to speak to our children that they will serve god they will honor god they would follow god they will fulfill purpose they will not go astray they would call indeed the name of the lord so all these things really we should bring them into consideration we should not just be blown by the wind and just be you know going to church because we are going to church Training your children in the way of the Lord is not just by shoving religion down their throats. It's by teaching them, let them understand what prayer is, ah, let them, so that they will not see prayer as boring. Teach them small, small ways, let them see, let, it, let them see it as beautiful, let them not be seeing it as, <laughs> as war, and so that in future our children too will be great. And they will teach their children. And their children will teach their children. And so we will raise a generation of warriors, a generation of soldiers, those that can stand for God and die for God. So I just hope that God will help us seek Him in fruit and in spirit. We've come to the end of the episode before I turn it into a sermon. I hope you were blessed. If you were blessed, you can follow us on Instagram, Um, at inside underscore liag inside underscore liag you can follow us on anchor listen to podcast share with your family your friends on anchor.fm slash ilag i hope you were blessed you can give your feedback your testimonies you can send them to inside.liag at gmail.com you can also share it on our instagram page god bless you